Welcome to the Cambridge Judge Business School Podcast Centre. It's been a, a, a huge tragedy, but one thing that's been very remarkable has been the response of the Japanese people. I have been extremely impressed and even moved by the response, the calm response, the the grown-up response, the dignified response of the of the population. The, it's always been said that the Japanese are extremely stoic by nature, but I, I've really seen it in the development of this tragedy. And uh, you know, in many other countries, for example, there would have been possibly a lot of looting. Uh, there hasn't been one example uh, of that kind of thing here. And uh, basically, people just battening down and trying to help each other. And I think that characteristic, more than anything else, will carry this uh, nation uh, through. Those were the thoughts of the Cambridge Judge Business School's Dr George Olcott, who was in Tokyo when the earthquake and tsunami caused havoc and massive human tragedy. He is currently working about 200 miles to the west of the city. He's convinced that there'll now be a thorough reassessment of Japan's approach to its nuclear programme, including the location and design of any new reactors in such a seismically sensitive area. Dr Olcott's research interests range from Japan as a country to the impact of foreign ownership and control on Japanese organisations. He's been watching the way in which Japan's crisis has affected its markets. The Nikkei index fell and the yen hit its highest level against the dollar since World War II. An economist, what's Dr. Olcott's view of the behaviour? I think the market reaction has been uh, exaggerated. The level of falls in the market, I should say, has been far greater than the um, amount of damage that's been caused. And you know, comparisons have been made with the 1995 uh, earthquake, which rocked um, Kobe. Um, and that led to a six-month bear market, and the market lost, I think, something around 25%. But the market in those days was, was much higher than today uh, in, any, in any event, and, and the, the, the market had not really been able to digest, even in those five years since the bubble burst, the full extent of um, the unwinding of the bubble. We are now in a much lower, at a much lower level than we were in '95. Uh, Japanese company earnings are much greater. So I think that the uh, initial reaction was, was overdone, um, and I think that's why, you know, there, there was a, a recovery in the market. But I think what, you know, again, I go back to the uncertainty caused by the uh, current nuclear situation. Um, it's difficult to say where that's going to lead. And I think that will cause in the short term, until there's a line drawn under the nuclear issue, I think there'll be further um, uncertainty and instability uh, in the market. You've identified the major issue, and it's that brought about by the destruction of the reactors, the Fukushima reactors. I believe so, um, and it's just uh, at this particular moment, with things changing by the hour, um, and even by the minute, it's very difficult to know really what is going on. Well, there's no doubt, is there, that gas and oil are going to be in massive demand, and that's going to put pressure on the producers. Liquid gas prices will rise no doubt, and, and oil prices will continue to go through the roof because of the demand not just from Japan and the rest of the world, but also because of the political unrest in the, the oil-producing nations. Well, uh, you've got to separate the long and the short term here because in the short term, we've had a, um, a drastic cut in um, refinery, refinery capacity. Uh, refinery capacity, well, utilisation at, um, uh, at the J Japan's refineries was running around 90% before the earthquake. 
Now it's running at about um, uh, 65%. You've got uh, 21 thermal plants that have been knocked out that use coal or heavy, heavy fuel. And in sort of oil refining capacity, we've had basically a one million barrel a day cut in capacity, which is about a quarter of Japan's capacity. And in addition to that, with the power cuts and the general um, uh, overall fall in the level of economic activity, you're going to have less consumption of the fuel that has been refined. So I think you'll see, you're seeing falls in prices of oil as a result of that. Japan is, a, is an exporter of gas oil, and obviously that, uh, that, is, um, that the supply of gas oil has been cut through lack of ca- capacity. So I, I think in the short term, um, uh, prices will uh, not rise. In fact, they'll, they'll keep fairly low because the level of activity is, is fallen. Longer term, yes, I think you're, you're right to point to, you know, the implications are for the nuclear industry, not just in Japan, but all over the world. Um, and if, if uh, nuclear projects start to be reconsidered in light of what's going on in Japan, um, I think that, that that does have implications for uh, the price of fossil fuels. But I think there is a, that's a much longer term uh, issue, and it's very difficult to know where you know, the world's leaders are going to come out on that. Is it possible to predict what Japan's attitude to nuclear development will be in the future? I, I would think there's going to be a, a very long and hard look at it. Um, I think certainly you know, the, the, the least that's going to happen is a very thorough reass- reassessment of where these um, nuclear reactors are located and the kinds of defences that they have against uh, you know, these, these kinds of natural uh, disasters. There is another side to life there, and that's the exodus from Tokyo for both Japanese people and for the expat communities who are being advised to leave. What's the impact of that? I think uh, that's likely to be a temporary thing. It's quite natural for people to feel concerned and to, uh, to, to leave. Um, uh, my understanding is that the health hazards uh, uh, from the nuclear plant, even in the worst-case scenario, will not have that much effect on the residents of the great metropolis of Tokyo, which is around 150 miles uh, to uh, the south. I don't think that people there will be affected. I don't think health issues will uh, occur for uh, the, the population of Tokyo. And so long as the situation is contained, um, more or less as things are at the moment, uh, yes, it will take a long time, and there will be radiation around the plant, um, but life will get back to normal, I think, um, relatively quickly around Tokyo, and I think we'll see a return. So I don't see the, the foreign population uh, uh, you know, uh, being a, a great factor in recovery. Um, I think over the long term, I think what we've been seeing anyway is firms not necessarily um, pulling out of Japan, but emphasizing much more their operations in places like China. Dr. George Olcott, thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this podcast produced by the Cambridge Judge Business School. 